Warriors Plus Minus is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. You already know ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to give you the best last-minute deals. Prices up to 60% off. The Warriors are home tomorrow against the Knicks, and they actually might win this game as the Knicks are one of the only teams in the league who are worse than the Warriors. So if you want to see this win, if you want to get in the door at the lowest price possible and the best seats possible, check out Game Time. The Game Time app is simple, quick, and easy to navigate. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last minute tickets. Plus minus. Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit. Plus minus. That is a word right there. <laughs> What'd you say? Plus minus. Yeah, like, like you, Marcus Thompson. Marcus always tell the truth. Plus minus. The only thing that I would say to Ethan Strauss is that he's a pretty damn good reporter. Um, he's well respected. I think he got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. All right, this is Warriors plus minus. And guess what? We got something new for you because, like you, we want to be spared from talking about... <laughs> we got something new, but that's not about the new. Yeah, right. It's not about it's about the, the time when other times. Also, something new. No Ethan Strauss. No show. I don't no know. show. I don't know. He might come in. He might come in. He might be he quietly might just listening, monitoring. What was it when you, you go to a course and you don't, you're not actually taking... Auditing. It, auditing. He's auditing Warriors Plus Minus today. So... Today will be the first of our look back series. We're going to relive some of the uh, best, worst, most interesting Warriors games of the past. And let, let's, we're going to take a, de- a journey. We're going to take a journey through <laughs> a little bit of Warriors history to buy time until the Warriors are watching. We might have to do a lot of these. <laughs> How many you got? How many you got? Oh, come on. We can, we can, we we can roll this we for can. That's the fun part about this is Marcus started doing this, and he's digging stuff up. He's going, hey, remember when you wrote this? I go, Jesus, right. I forgot. It's, we're going back to a time pre-greatness, and there was a lot of stuff to write back then. It wasn't a lot of good games, but there was a lot of stuff going on with this team. A lot of interesting people popping through. A lot of interesting players popping through, including the one you chose for today. So we're going to January 11th. 2010. The King is here for his one and only visit of the season at age 25. LeBron James, a skill set and a size. Now, now, only uh, if you if you're a real Warriors fan, you probably remember this. Uh, it was it was a pretty epic day. I didn't realize how epic it was until I started doing research on it. Man, so <laughs> much was happening at the time. So let's go through a little. Let's give you some context first. There's some storylines that were happening here that we kind of got to set up. Uh, but first, the Warriors lost this game to the Cavaliers, 117-114. Uh, LeBron was incredible, right? And Was he like 22-year-old LeBron? Yeah, 25. 25. He was 25 oh, at the time. Wow, wow, wow. This was his last last yeah, appearance yeah. in Oracle as a Cavalier until, the first time yeah. until he and came back. And his coach yeah. at the time was? It wasn't uh, Mike, Mike Brown. Mike, Mike Brown, Brown was right his coach. Yep. That's why there's a lot of interesting little connections Man. in this one. All right. So let's start the context. January 23rd, 2009, the last time LeBron had come, he hit a buzzer beater in Oracle 
in front and, and on on Roni Turioff of all people. Mm. I ended up watching that play and Steven Jackson and Monte Ellis are just watching Roni yeah. Turioff on an island with, with LeBron. Like that was cold blooded. But oddly enough, and remember this is at a time when people came to watch the other stars. Oh yeah. So these games were extra exciting, but LeBron always put on a show at Oracle. He always mm-hmm. played well. He always put on something at Oracle. So that's important because a certain someone chose to come to this particular yes, game yes. because of that show and that spectacle. And maybe some, a, a few other things. A few other <laughs> things, right, yeah. Uh, and then, like, this, this is so crazy reading this because the funny part is I'm reading it and you haven't changed a bit. Yeah. <laughs> no so kidding, funny. no kidding. But July 3rd, 2009, hmm, TK, what did you write? I think I might have written that the uh, Warriors' Chris Cohan is expected to sell the team within two years. Uh, and there had been a lot of murmurings about it, but no one had written it like that. And I had it, like, pretty cold that he was going to sell. I mean, you said seriously yeah. considering selling 80% yeah. of his stake. Well, no, he had 80% of the team. Yeah, or yeah, selling, he had sold selling 20, his yeah. 80%. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. he had just previously sold 20% to those now, you know, investors. Um, and now, when when you wrote this, right, wasn't there like a chorus of, oh, <laughs> man, we know this is right because Tim <laughs> Kawakami wrote it? No, there Isn't was that not. exactly no, what happened? Was, I don't really recall that. This is hilarious. Why do you call yeah. somebody the flunkster beat writer? Yeah, that's your, uh, hey, I don't want uh, to go too far on that. Uh, nice guy who had terrible sources and accused me of having terrible sources. And I'll put mine up against anybody's. At that time, uh, I'll put them up at any time, but that time especially. And there was no question. Cohen was had the IRS suit. Remember, uh, he was getting destroyed. Uh, he was hiding for years. He had been hiding. He had been hiding for ten. You and know, remember nine, the ten m- years. whole Mullen Ralph thing was Ralph after this. Thing. The Monte was before yeah, this. Absolutely. Yeah. And there was, you know, I think Don Nelson had got them to the playoffs in 2007. But then that thing was wearing, and he had, you know, there were negotiations with Nelly. Like every year, was Nelly going to hold out? Was he going to be sick? And we saw that, by the way, in that 2010 season that we're going to talk about because that was Nelly's last year. Yep. Uh, and I just think people knew that Cohan was tired of it, either for financial reasons, he needed some cash, for just the pressures on it, it wasn't worth it anymore. And I wrote it in, in that July 3rd. I just remember July 4th, I was gone. So I wrote it like the night of July 3rd, it posted. I was out July 4th and came back, and it was just all the stuff going. I think that's what, what happened. And being attacked, and you know, I'm, we're pretty sure know what side was attacking me on. It was a side that had to gain if Cohan didn't sell. Uh, and but he was selling. He didn't. He didn't tell Robert Rowell that. Oh, did I blow a source there? Did I? Did I screw that one up? He didn't tell Robert Rowell he was selling, but he was selling. And I didn't think it was going to be happen. I didn't know how ha- fast it was going to happen. But once it gets out, and then Larry Ellison. Oops, that's the surprise when Larry Ellison shows up at that game that we're going to talk about. Uh, that really started. Like, wait a minute. This this is this is going to happen at some point. He's going to sell the team, and it might be to Larry Ellison. But yeah, oops, that, that's a huge but. Yep. Yeah. All right, August 7th. This was interesting, too. This added an element. I, I didn't remember it, but thinking back no, I wanna, on the I want to hear what you were thinking when I wrote that. What were you thinking? When you, when yeah, you, you I mean, it was something you had heard all the time. Yeah. Like, I was in the beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and plus, you know, I knew better than to <laughs> square off. <laughs> I knew. I mean, I figured if you wrote it, it was for real, right? Yeah. But so, you know, I remember doing a couple of things. Uh, like, when you wrote it, I asked a couple of questions. I think I wrote the next one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's when it was a big deal. I'm telling you, I don't understand, Tanika, uh, when TK would write his blog and then he would link to your article and shout out, great article <laughs> by MT2. <laughs> so it just made me start digging, right? Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things you kind of, 
like you said, there were all, already little murmurs and yep. stuff, especially from the minority owners. Like those yep. were the ones like wondering. I remember talking to one who was wondering, mm-hmm. how much am I gonna get if this dude pulls out? Yep. Right, like if, like if he dips. So because they had the right to try to yes. buy the team, yes. or take the percentage. And remember, they split off. Some some came. Won- with yeah, some joined the uh, the other. The, what was the, uh, the 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 fitness guy? Uh, Mastro. Mastro. They joined right. his bid, and he came in third, by the way, because he didn't have the cash when when it got up to four fifty. Uh, and some stayed, and there's some guys are still there, like Fred Harmon's still there. Still right? there yeah, 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 some yeah, guys still are there. still there from this 20%. That's when you knew, when, when he sold the 20%, which was like 07, right in there, 06 maybe even. Uh, well, that's that's when you knew, knew. He, needed yeah, yeah, he needed the money. Yeah. And if he needs the money, eventually he, there, will, need more he money. will need more. <laughs> and he's not enjoying it, clearly. And it's you know there were a lot of problems with the franchise going back to Monte, going to Stephen Jackson, going on all that stuff. That this was going to happen. He wasn't the personality to say the hell of it. I'm sticking with. I mean, it. You knew he was selling when he got booed at the yeah, All Star game. Was in 2000. That was ten years. It was all downhill. He hung on pretty long though. He hung over ten. He hung on a while. That's pretty and, good. And he didn't talk for most of those years. Uh, and so it, it's just fascinating to go back. And when you brought that up to me, I was like, I don't, I, God, you know, we've gone five years without thinking about stuff like that at all, other than to compare yeah. Joe Lacob and Steph Curry and all this to but that. But there's so many little but, threads yeah, you like, don't if think you, about. If, yeah, yeah. if you don't, like, geez, that was a big deal. Chris Cohan was the owner. Don Nelson was, like, holding out every year. Every year. He's, He's literally holding out to get more money every year. And they were dealing with Steven Jackson. They were dealing with Monte. And, you know, the game we're talking about, Monte was their best player. Yeah. It's just, and Steph Curry's rookie year. There's so many crisscrossing elements that I, we pull up every one of these. We're going to be able to talk about all these yeah, threads. Yeah, I know, right? That we yeah. haven't talked about in For five years. Time. And yeah, people yeah. haven't thought about in five years. And again, I had, you know me, I, I, I don't love it when people come at me. Somebody did this morning, and you guys heard about it. Uh, but it, it just is like, I had I hadn't thought. Did you learn from last time? I know, no, no. I I, I shoot, I shoot, I fire away, I fire away, uh, and that's okay. That's that's life. But uh, don't question my sources, though. That's like don't do that. You think you you think you got something? You better have great sources if you're questioning mine. You better. One of those threads, August happened August seventh when LeBron. Remember this? He declined. Cleveland's extension and said he's going to hit the free agent market. So LeBron was playing that year under the cloud of he's about to be a free agent. And this ended up being the year, you know, this was like a few months before or six months or so before he decides to go to Miami. But and he got into the finals the year before or a couple years before? He got into the finals in 07, the year before. A couple years before. So... On top of the sale, and we know who one of the, the, the bidders who ended up winning was thinking, hey, what if we get, you know, everybody yeah. had that pipe dream at the yeah. time of LeBron's going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. LeBron's going to be a free agent. November well, of 12th. Of course, the Warriors didn't have cap space. This they did. The no, typical they nothing, of crappy not, no. Warriors who don't have cap space, <laughs> opposed to the 73-win 73 73 Warriors years later who end they up with, they with full, even, full cap space. They couldn't That's even just good meeting. versus bad. That's good versus bad. Right they there. couldn't even get a meeting, which yeah. was yeah. selling. So, interesting enough, uh, this, this actually played out in the game, but I remember on November 12th, we were in New York, and... They let us in at the end of practice. Oh, yeah, they were in yeah. one of these little yeah. – they're in a hotel practice facility. One of them nice ones has got a basketball court. And we're just sitting there, and Monte – like, it's Monte, AC Law. Everybody's sitting around after practice. We're doing all interviews, and Nelly walks by. Monte's like, hey, coach, 
why do I get blamed for everything? Mm. And it was just like, uh-oh, here we go. Yep. And Nelly just like, what? Mm. And then just waves him off and walks off and Keith Smart takes over and then Monte's going off. And it was like, okay, we know Nelly had already just robbed Beatrice of any morsel yes. of confidence. Who, Beatrice who, who played on all these teams. On all these teams, but, yeah. 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 Beatrice was done. Uh, member Steven Jackson had already asked for a trade. Oh yeah, yeah. He had yeah. he came into training camp asking for a now, trade. This is twelve though, right? This is no. This, this is, is, is two thousand nine. It is. Oh, yeah, okay, this is two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. That's right. Steph's fame. Steph. Yeah, year. this is after Monte because Monte played for another year yeah. with the Warriors. That's the amazing thing. He got played another tra- three years 12, after this. Twelve. Year yeah. plus. Year yeah, plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Year plus. So in oh nine, you had Steven Jackson's trade demand mm-hmm. on the table. This is when, like, a month earlier, Monte had said, we can't play together, yep. right? Yeah, training camp. So four days after this Monte blow-up, Steven Jackson actually gets traded to Milwaukee. Uh, this was after Brandon, Brandon Jennings torture for mm-hmm. 55. Mm-hmm. So it was just a lot happening with the Warriors that year. And one of the games that I'll never forget happened shortly after that because they were terrible. And then they had this really good stretch where they played well. And you you're like okay there's a there's a little bit of something there but they beat Boston in Oracle on the, it was like December 28th and that was that was Boston big three mm-hmm. it was KG and mm-hmm. then they went to the finals that year they had already won a championship but the Warriors celebrated like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like they yeah. beat Boston that year yeah, and they celebrated like crazy but it was a, they were in a good stretch so when they come into this Cleveland game they're playing well they're playing confidently Nelly's actually coaching. <laughs> right, he did. He did. He but had they to take were his time off. Yet. They were eleven and twenty-four. Yeah, they, they were eleven twenty-four. Yeah. They were eleven twenty-four. They were bad. Which it's weird. Like eleven and twenty-four, they got this terrible record. Why is this a game? But it was a yeah. game. Well, like it was. That's what I keep. The, refer- the atmosphere was crazy. Yeah, the, the Oracle. This is when Oracle got its real reputation. Yeah, yeah. When they were bad, not when they were good, because it was great when they're good. But they got the reputation. Like, what would it be like if this team was really good? We believe was obviously the you know the, the memorable moment. But it stayed good even when they dropped back down again. When guys were asking out. When when there was you know b- basketball corruption going on at the top. This is still. Uh, was a tough place for good teams to win. That you, it was still hard to get into Oracle, and that's why guys went. What when this thing gets built up again? This that, is going to be amazing. That was the impetus. Games like this are why the Warriors sold for four fifty. And exactly, and it was like if they're eleven twenty five, and that place was electric. Yep, yep. And electric. you know, a lot of it was for LeBron, but it was like that in in, in against the lesser teams. It was like that yep. against the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, this it was, was like that against Phoenix with Phoenix. It's just came a great to NBA crowd that I thought you know again when they sold for four fifty, I was like that was crazy. I think Larry Olson thought that was crazy. Remember because he didn't bid. He's like, this is you're just jacking just me. Yeah, you're, 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 yeah, yeah, you're putting up this imaginary. You know, he thought there was a, like a stalking horse that he was like had to bid up, and it was imaginary. And then all of a sudden, four fifty, that's it, and he was done. And like he tries to bid four fifty one right at the end, and too late. Joe Lacob's got. It. Although I think there's there's plenty of indications that it was a side deal that if Joe got yeah, to four fifty, it was Ethan done. Wrote done about that. Yeah, yeah, it was, right. it was done. It was four fifty, but. Uh, we all thought it was going to be Larry Olsen, and Larry Olsen shows up for this game, and we really thought it was going to be Larry Olsen. So, ever wonder how to get the hottest sneakers, the ones that barely hit the shelves, like the ones you want, the Jordan 11 breads that are about to come out on December 14th, and you're not going to be up early enough to get them? The answer to get those Jordan breads and other high-end sneakerhead shoes is StockX, a revolutionary new marketplace for buying and selling 100% authentic sneakers, streetwear, watches, and handbags. 
looking to add the Jordan 1 Fearless UNC Chicago to your rotation? By the way, I better have the off-white Jordan 1 Chicago's coming from my wife for Christmas. Otherwise, there's going to be a problem. Uh, I'm, I'm nostalgic like that. Maybe you're nostalgic for a pair of Air Max 95s. You can find it all and more on StockX, sometimes even for prices lower than retail. With StockX, there is no hassle. StockX handles the exchange of every transaction, so you never have to worry about legit buyers or sellers. StockX has you covered. Want in on all the hype? Check out StockX.com slash bball for a surprise offer that won't be around long. That's StockX.com slash bball. Check it out today and improve your footwear. What are you thinking? Because I we're at this game and there was a, there was a report that he he would show up before that, so that added to the energy. But what was Tim Kawakami <laughs> feeling when Larry Ellison showed up? What was he thinking? What, what was going through his head? I thought he was going to end up buying the team. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know what the number was going to be. I mean, I didn't wasn't know it like yeah, him yeah. kicking the tires? Yeah, That's yeah, what exactly. it felt like. Well, and showing everybody yes. he was kicking the tires. Because he doesn't have to do that. Now, look, I run into Ellison, like at Stanford games. I, I knew he goes to games. But to, to do it like that, he got remember he got escorted by Bobby Rowell to his seat. Courtside. Courtside, kind of near where Lakeup sits these days uh, in a different arena. And, you know, made a big show of it. He's there. Uh, it was like, okay, this guy's going to end up buying this team. Whatever the number is, whenever it is, he's going to end up buying this Because who can outbid Larry Ellison? Like, literally, I think I added it up. He could, his net worth, whatever it was, you know, $40 billion. He could have bought, like, every single NBA team on paper that day. He could have just written a check for every single team. So, of course, he's going to end up with the Warriors. That's what I was thinking. And he's making it public. This is going to happen. Whenever they're for sale, it's going to be Larry Ellison. But maybe it was too public. And remember, he criticized Cohan once. That yes, was like that. Yes. That's like Cohan decided he wasn't going to sell to Larry Ellison. Now, again, this is a bad businessman who, if you decide the, the richest guy bidding, I'm not going to sell to him. That's probably problematic. So it goes to Joe Lacob's credit. He, he was under the radar, and he outmaneuvered Larry Ellison for the Warriors. It's a, it's a whole different turn uh, of destiny right there. And yet, because we didn't see Joe Lacob being ushered. And maybe he was. I don't know. But we didn't see Joe Lacob at these games. If we did, we sure didn't know who he was. <laughs> I remember when the first reports came out, I go, who's this guy? Who's, who's this guy? I wonder guy? who was those first reports. Yeah, it was. It might have been. I don't know. It might have been some mis- mystery some first reports. Clearly nobody who had any lasting power. Right. You know, uh, no, 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 nobody was going to keep on reporting. So hey, that was his first game since they, you know, had the name rights deal with Oracle, which mm-hmm. is his company. Yep. yep. So that was his first time showing up. It was a big deal. Because because see, there were reports that he was trying to buy the Lakers, right? There there was certainly something he and Jerry wasn't West, there like yeah. another ba- was there a baseball team or something he's trying to buy or a football mm, team? No, I mean he's a tennis guy, so everything with him was tennis. And he bought the Indian Wells thing. I don't remember him. I think it was he's more basketball than anything. I think the L.A. With all that expansion stuff that was going, I think L.A. always wanted him involved with that football team, but I don't think he ever thought it was yeah, that's what he wanted there. to be involved with. It was Lakers. Like, they were trying to get him to buy the Lakers, and it didn't happen. But that was my first un- kind of inkling that this guy might want in. And then, like, I kept emailing, not him, but his PR person. like, is he interested in talking? Is he interested in talking? Is he? And they never said, don't write this. I'll put it that way. They never said that They part. never said it right, no. yeah. I did throw George Lucas in there. People laughed at it, but I, I, I was some you know, like there were some people saying that's not out of the question. That he loves basketball, he shows up. He used to show up to Laker games. I know I see him. I like talk to him at Laker games. I think, um, and he's you know, like very quiet guy. But 
that's the other name, and then people like, no, no, that's nice. Not not going to be him. It's Larry Ellison, and that's what we were all in the belief. So he shows up at that game, and like, whoa, it's on, it's on. Here it we go. On. Yeah, it was on. Tony Stark shows up at Oracle. <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> check out these rosters, man. Oh, this is a the rosters are awesome, <laughs> right? Awesome. So Cleveland starters: LeBron, Mo Williams, Anthony Parker, who's the brother of Candace Parker. Shaquille O'Neal yeah. started yeah. for the Cleveland Cavaliers and J.J. Hicksu. What the heck is Shaq doing on the Cavs? Uh, yeah, guy looks like it was like his second <laughs> game with him, I think, and second of not many. But yeah, what in the Mike world? Mike Brown and Shaquille O'Neal and LeBron James can't win a championship. Come on, Mike Brown. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> Shaq is on. Uh, the you know, team? by the other thing, Verajao. Uh, Verajao's on their bench. Their centers were Shaq, Elgoskis, and Verajao. Verajao's on. Yeah. Delonte West was yep. still with LeBron back then. Uh, Leon Poe was on the team. Did not Leon play. Poe was on the team. Yep. Booby Gibson. Yep. I don't think he played either. Jawad Williams. Uh, I don't even remember him. I just remember he's torching them, whoever he was. Jamari Moon, right? Yeah. Yep. The Warriors ended up getting him. Uh, Warrior starters, Monte Ellis, Tim Kawakami's favorite <laughs> Warrior of all time, Corey Maggette. <laughs> Played 44 minutes. Scored 32. 32. Guarded LeBron James. That's To me, when I look back on that game, I think, the, what's the one difference between a smart Warriors team and a not smart Warriors team? It, there's the, the non-smart Warriors teams had talent. Not great talent, but had yeah. talent. They, but they just end up putting Corey McGeady on LeBron James, as opposed to smart Warriors teams put Andre Iguodala, Draymond Green, Kevin Durant. You know, that, that's the difference between smart and not smart, if you ask me. It helps if you have Andre Iguodala. Yeah, you got well, you got to go and get him. You got to go get him. Like, this, the, this, the, the team we're talking about, that front office, would never have wanted Andre Iguodala. Ever. Yeah, no never. Question, no Didn't question. score enough. Great timeout. Steph Curry was your starting point guard as a rookie. Vladimir Vladimir Rodmanovich started. Played 34 minutes. Roni Turioff started. Off the Warriors bench. Oh, man, look at this bench. Anthony Randolph was out that game. Yeah. Uh, I guess Brandon Wright was too. I just see him as a no play. So, oh, Brandon Wright was gone. B, yeah. There's B. Wright on the No, no, ball. no, yeah. no. Brandon Wright came. That, yeah. that, I'm thinking yeah. of that trade was 07 for, for Jason Richardson. No, that's when he came. Yeah, that's yeah. when he came. And yeah. then he was traded later. Jeez, that's right. Yeah. Brandon Wright. Cartier Martin yep. got the played most a lot. The bench. Played a lot. Guarded LeBron James again. C.J. Watson, yep. Andres Bedrins, Anthony Morrow, Chris Hunter, and your boy, Devin George. Devin George. I saw the highlights. Your I'm like, boy. I'm like, who the hell is that? Like, at, is stop, that? stop. Wait a minute. Who is that? It's Devin George. Devin George. <laughs> what a fantastic uh, roster. Why, Kalina why, Azabuki was on that Azabuki roster. Azabuki was on the roster. Play, yeah. why, why were you covering this game, sir? <laughs> What are you doing? So as a beat writer, time we put in. As a beat writer, you know, I was at every game, obviously, but you know, columnists, you know, I never saw certain columnists out there, right? <laughs> no comment. No so, comment. What were you doing at this lowly game? This is what you, you put the time yeah, in. You put the time in, and you you're around them. That's kind of like this season, uh, even though I wasn't at the last one, but. This is what you do. Like, if, if there's interesting people around, you want to see, you want to note. What you just never know. Yeah, what's you never come know. With it. You just and never know. Like, it's still an NBA team. When LeBron James comes to town, you, 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 you want to be around it. Larry Allison's gonna. You know, I just always felt the, the, the. That's one thing you can give me credit for is I recognize the Warriors literally were a big deal. one thing. By yeah, the way, yeah, that's the one it. thing. Don't I said zero, zero else. Especially my first hire at the, the Athletic was <laughs> definitely no, don't no, no nothing else. But that the Warriors were a big deal. Like this this market had not acknowledged that. It was just it was Giants. It was 
Oh my 49ers. Lord. Do you know how many times yeah. I used to argue to get yeah. my story off exactly. page team? Yeah, it's like <laughs> the, if you get the demographic, if you get that there's no there's not two teams, there's one team, NBA market. Do you understand it's a youthful market? You understand what's happening with the stars, LeBron, James, Carmelo, whatever. Like this there's something going on. It's it's what Joe Lacob decided, you know, when he paid for 50 for it. I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking you, this is like real stuff. When when Kobe Bryant came to to Oracle Arena, it was a big deal. Period. Oh yeah, no question. And I was going to these games. Now, I mean, not every single one of them, but I was going to the games. I was going to talk to the people. I was going to be involved. And in, you know, that's the other thing you brought up, or no, someone else brought up. It was like all the stuff I wrote about them trying to trade for Kevin Garnett. It's like I got mocked for it. I got mocked in my own paper for it. It was all true. It was all what was going on with this team. And, again, I hadn't thought about that in a long time, but this was what was going on before the advent of the greatest. No question. This no was question. it. This bubbling, weird twist and turns. Chris Mullen, you know, gets the job, and then he's under – they go, we believe, and then he's undercut, and then they, they you know – fire his guy. fire his guy to punish him. They lose Baron. It's just all these things were under the surface or actually getting to the surface – and it's valuable to know. And believe we know who really appreciates the fact that you were there at the beginning, who were, were documenting how bad they were. There's one person on one the current team. One person. Steph Is Curry. there anybody else on the There's <laughs> you know, nobody else no, on the current No, team. no, because Clay came two years <laughs> yeah. later. Epiudo, is he? He's, he Epiudo. <laughs> uh, that's still great. Steph Curry was a first-round pick in two, not 2009. Clay Thompson, 2011. Who was the first-round pick in between them? Who was Epiudo. a higher pick than either, six higher pick. than either one of them? Epi hey, Udo. he got he got Epi Udo got him Bogut. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, was, he was in Monte and Bogut. He was Monte and Udo. Yeah, Udo. All right, this game starts. I think Udo the same age as as Bogut. Yeah, the, <laughs> the game older maybe. The game starts. Uh, LeBron instantly jumps out. Eleven points in the first quarter. Monte has twelve. Cavs bench is on fire. Eleven points off the bat. Obviously, the depth becomes a thing. The Warriors had three or four players, and 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 the rest was hey, hey, D league hey. call ups. Don't rip Beedrins like that. Yeah, Beedrins didn't even play. Uh, you know, interesting happened no, first quarter. No, played thirteen minutes. I'm looking 13. at thirteen I mean, minutes. Barely, yeah. 0 for four. By the way, <laughs> you know minus what? eleven. What happened in this game that was interesting? The first ever LeBron block of Steph Curry yep. was in this game. Yep, yep. <laughs> Running all the way to the rim, blocked by LeBron. He's weak side, open floor blocks where you never see him. To the last second. Yeah, you don't think he's going to recover. He just times it perfectly. At the time, it was like, yeah, nice mm-hmm. block, LeBron. But we didn't. He kind of like made, it yeah. made it his thing. But because remember, at this time, LeBron was a fan of Steph. A oh, year, he went to his, a year yeah, earlier at this time. Yeah, he went, went to his, his games game, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, he was he was a fan of Steph. Uh, Steph went through his his uh, LeBron camp. Steph, was Steph Nike back then? He was Nike yep. back then. Yep, yep, he was Nike back then. So that this was like a they they were friends back then. They they were. You know, LeBron was like a big brother mentor. He would show up at games. Once they played at – Davidson played North Carolina State mm-hmm. at Charlotte Arena. LeBron, who was in town, goes to the game, and Steph is pointing at him after mm-hmm. he hits a three. They're like, you know, LeBron's going crazy on the sideline. So the first block happens in that time. Second quarter, third quarter, right, uh, it's so typical Warriors. <laughs> they they started hot, then LeBron takes over, the bench takes over. Turioff sprains his ankle hmm. in the second quarter, and he's out. So what does Don Nelson do after Turioff, the starting center, is out? Does he go with Andres Biedrens mm-hmm. for this? <laughs> no. <laughs> he goes small 
It puts Vladimir no, Rodmanovich. It had to be Vladimir Rodmanovich. That's how he got 34 minutes in that game. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Vlad, they go small and they use Cartier Martin as CJ Watson. So he's going small with three guards, or he's going with Cartier Martin as the four and Vladimir Rodmanovich at center. Yep. And it actually kind of Rip. works. But he's got Beecher sitting on the bench. What, what is it? He had, he, had broken, he had broken him down so bad. I forgot by that about yeah. this. Like broken him down. Beecher's so just right bad. there. He plays two minutes in the second half, two thirty-five in the second yeah, half. There's, with the starting center yeah, hurt. Yeah, if there's any. Well, we know Beach was like didn't even want to look at the ball. Didn't want the ball because Nelly just broke him down. His free throw shooting, his everything, and it's amazing that Beatrice was still on the team by that point. Like, they just couldn't trade him. His con- he had the contract, but. I mean, Remember six, he was on the team the year after. Yeah, he was yeah. he was on the team the year after that. He was on. Was he with Mark Jackson for a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. was there. It's unbelievable how long Beatrice played. Again, it was that contract, but still, he was man. He it, got six for fifty four. Yep. I mean, and 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 Monte was a five for fifty five. Monte five was six for sixty six. That's right. One of them was longer than the other. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, and these guys were like that was going to be the future of the team. That yeah. was it right there. That was. Like 2008, summer of 2008. Yep, yep, yep. summer 2008. Yeah, and so these contracts, by we're talking 210 here. These contracts are like barely in the middle of them, and yeah, because yeah. Beatrice ended up being in the Andre Godala trade. Yes, so that's which was 13. 13 yeah, <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. so he's like four more years. Yeah, <laughs> on the team, but Nelly- no, summer 12, summer 12. 12, 13th, and 13th. No, it was 13. No, so 13, 13, 14 season. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Because they played in the playoffs against yep. Andre and 12. Yep. But it's just, I, I, I couldn't believe I'm watching this like, okay, why is Beecher's playing two minutes nope. in the Nelly. second? Don Nelson, thank you, everybody. <laughs> and and they didn't do that, but what? Warriors all scored 31-24 in the fourth quarter? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was just so funny. Yeah. Like, yo, Beecher's can't, can't, Beecher's can't get any love, man. Like, that's just. Here's a question. Like, Monte goes for 30 in this game, 9 for 25. You know, Monte game five assists, which is pretty good from five steals. Could Monte have succeeded as a third guard behind Steph and Clay? If they like, just take, just like look at it long term, could he, he, he have done he'd that? He'd be a better version of what Barbosa yeah. was. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like he, he wouldn't yeah. be Lou Williams. But he'd be he'd be a better yeah, version. I mean, of he would he'd be come in, like, he'd be instant. Yeah, exactly. Surge. Yeah. I'm gonna go get you 15 points. And especially in a situation rest. where yeah. he doesn't have to do anything. Yes, yeah, just rest. go get buckets. Yeah, Steph can rest. Let every let the whole offense run around him, and maybe you keep him out there with Steph and let Clay rest for a little bit. Like that was his ideal role. I think that's what Nelson kind of saw. Like it wasn't as a starting two guard. It just wasn't. And. If Monte's ego, she's saying it wasn't a starting point guard. It, it was not. It was not. And if if he could have said, now I don't think they win. Cha- you know, it's not the same. We're not talking about the dynasty team. But if Monte could have just said, because they needed Bogan and all that stuff. But if Monte could have just said, you know what? If if you if you make me twenty six minutes a game as the third guard, that could be really great. I think that could have worked. The problem is, like, I mean, obviously th- that. That was the answer, right? But in the NBA, you gotta have a player on the team that inspires a player to do that. Like you no, gotta have somebody no, yeah. better than him. Yeah, you know. Well, like, but Steph was better than not him. at the time. Yeah, even yeah. Steph didn't think so yeah. at the time. Yeah. So at the time, it was like, all right, Steph is gonna be good. Mm-hmm. But Steph was deferring to Monte yeah. all the time. Yeah. So in Steph's mind, Monte was better. I think Monte he did it when Baron was there. Yep. So I, it yeah, was. It's just right. a matter yeah. of. That's a good point. He's not going to defer to a lesser player. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody in NBA is doing that. 
But if there's a better player there, he he, he would have done it. They just they, they put him in position yep. to say, well, also, "Hey, you're the guy." Also, it was the whole you know the scooter incident and yes. all these things. It was just a bad situation. I'm just saying basketball. No question, Steph, Clay. Monte would have been a really fascinating three guard group, and he probably and, would have closed most games anyway. Yeah, with those right? three, yeah. those three. Because look, look who they're talking about a small forward until they got Andre. So, um, you know, or I guess Harrison for for a little while. But it was again not the dynasty thing. But Monte as a killer third guard, he might have extended his career too. Instead of just always thinking, I got to be the guy, I got to be the guy, I've got to be the guy. And you're right, he did it with Baron, but. Anybody would have done it with Barron. At that point, Barron's status in the league, Barron's status in that locker room, nobody was going to say, to hell with you, Barron. Move over. It's me. Move, Barron. <laughs> uh, but Monte, God, as, as a third guard behind two firepower guards, like you wouldn't have played him some nights that much just because of the defense, but they never had that guy, right? We're talking Leandro Barbosa is the best guy they've had of yeah. this. He's the best guy. And I'm thinking – like what we're seeing out of these, the team now, if we can do a little bit of the present, like that's D'Angelo Russell's best role. That really is. I, mean, I don't think how is, for twenty-seven know, million dollars. Pace? Yeah, he's he's not best with Steph and Draymond. I just don't think he is, and it's better when he's just got the ball and doing whatever he wants. Can to. Kai Bowman be that guy? No, he can't be that guy. Uh, but he can be he can be you know, you know, you know, fourth guard, fourth guard who who takes the ball when Steph's resting. And maybe, you know, if you don't have D'Angelo or plays with D'Angelo, it's kind of you're off. Because you know what? Bowman isn't a, that much of a playmaker as he is a scorer. That's why I was thinking yeah. maybe if he's groomed in that role, you just be like, all right, you're going to go out here and get it together. Yeah, I mean, Bowman is not a bad player. He's just not a guy you want to play 20 minutes in a, in, a, in a pressure situation. I just think Monte profiled at that point, at that moment in his career, as a guy who could have had a loop, you know, been a – a lesser Lou Williams. The guy can get buckets. He can get buckets. He, 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 he can get buckets right now. You, you talk know, to him. He can get buckets right now. You know what's now, funny? Lou Williams was like his uh, rival. rival <laughs> I can see because that. Because in, in high school, Lou Williams was a highly touted player mm-hmm. coming out of uh, Georgia, I think Atlanta. And Monte was like a kind of unheralded guy in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. met up and it was national TV. And Monte would never, he would talk about any time, he dropped 70 on, <laughs> on, Lou Williams. on Lou Williams. I can believe team. that. How would you, what, what, did Lou, what did Lou get on him, though? <laughs> <laughs> I think Lou had like 38 yeah, okay. that game or something okay. like that. But Monte dropped 70. And every okay. time he came in the league, he's like, oh, Lou Williams, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's my rival. That's my rival. So when, when I just talked to him recently, he was really, uh, I was like, so does Lou Williams being in the league, mm-hmm. is it like, does it burn you a little bit? And he's like, nah, man, it makes me feel good. It lets me know I can still play yeah. because, you know, like he's worked for it, and he's kept you know his game fits the yep. fits the fits the time. So he's like, I'm happy to see him still out there. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's an inspiration for me. But Lou Williams was his guy. He always yeah, he always stepped up. He wanted to play well against Lou Williams because Lou Williams is the guy who put him on the map. If 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 Monte had made that switch when Lou, you know Lou made it pretty early in his career, yeah. I don't have to be the guy. But when I'm out there for 22 minutes, I'm the guy. But I don't have to be at the start of every half. I'm gonna finish these halves though. Monte never kind of, you know, he would have had to do it years ago. Like, we're talking 2010, yeah, 2011. Yeah, yeah. And he never quite did it. And you know what You know what stopped him from doing it, I think? Barrett and Steven Jackson. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think they that, just yeah, taught him. Yeah. I think they taught yeah. him what leadership was yep. and how when you the man, you the man, right? Yep. And that's that's how we're going to do this. Yep. So that, that – 
that might have been a a, a rough that was veteran presence for him. Yeah, yeah, we know, talk about yeah, at least yeah. to be humble and to be humble enough. And, to say and he saw the best. fights, all the fights. Yeah. He saw the, the the whole Warriors culture, not fights, but you know problems with management, problems with the coach. It just wasn't yeah. good management. Yeah. Like yeah. There, there's no other way to and, cut it. And Don, you know, Nelson had a way, and it was not a, a unified way. It was to kind of pit people against each other pit himself against everybody and again that's the under and if i had you yeah, asked me what's underreported about this era it was you know nelson was really effective but he really really tore it up too like he he made things worse when he could have tried to make them better and the holding out every year he didn't he held out like every year was you know just caused further kind of turmoil quietly in the organization and Has anyone held out every year since then? And not not a coach, up? not a coach. And there's no coach. Anybody no on coach. the Warriors like held the contract over the head for every year since? Nobody then? could because they have guaranteed. Con- I mean, they they they're supposed to pay attention I think, to I the think contract. Number thirty-five did it. <laughs> well, that's he did it like actually Twice did it. it. I mean, like literally, this is my yeah. contract. Like, you don't want me to do it, then you know you got to sign me to long. Well, he didn't even want the long-term contract. But yeah, it, it those are not two terribly dissimilar personalities, by the way. <laughs> I, I always uh, thought it was interesting. Because you know, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't there for Nelly's first time. I was just a youngster. Yeah, but uh, it, it was amazing to me covering Nelly. That dude was never around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he yeah. was never. Uh, no, I mean, you'd be like, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm out. You see him with his dog yeah, and his beer. He's yeah. just like, he, yeah. it, for a coach, it was just weird that a coach yeah. was hardly ever around. And yeah. Keith Smart did all the stuff. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, again, we talk about like. They'd say show up for practice at eleven thirty, and they'd be done at eleven. And s- some other writers would go, "Oh no, why? You know why? What happened?" Like, this is what Don Nelson does. Like, he doesn't actually practice. <laughs> like, yeah. The pra- they they might have a practice. Don Nelson isn't necessarily going to be there for it. He had a, he had a way to do it. It all worked out wonderfully in 2007. But beyond that, he was you know. There was a reason why they got him, right? He wasn't working when Chris he hired him, right? He didn't from anybody. You know, <laughs> I mean, even in 2007, I remember I talked to Mullen, like, isn't this your group of last chance guys? Steven Jackson's last chance. Baron Davis' last chance. Al Harrington. Al Harrington's yeah. last chance. And he goes, Don Nelson's, Don Nelson's last chance. Last he also said Chris Mullen's last chance. Yep. And there was there was a little desperado feeling. Matt Barnes. And, like, there was a desperado Matt feeling. Matt Barnes was about to go play NFL, try to be oh, an yeah. NFL yeah. receiver. I've always heard how great he a was like, yo, if I, he told us this in camp. If I don't make the team, I'm gonna go try to be a receiver. The year right, the year before we believe. Like, yep. Yeah, yep. I mean, you don't get more last chance than that. <laughs> there was a real, and then what, what do you do when you gather all these last chance guys together, and you have an owner like Chris Cohan, you have a team president like Robert Rowe? It's just, it is gonna blow up. And I mean, it was going to happen. We all kind of knew it. We, you know, the velocity and the. You know, ferocity of it was hard to hard to believe. Yeah, it was. It was. But, it, but 2010 epic. was like the end. Like we, it was just those were the still the ripple effects. Those weren't like it had happened. The Stephen Jackson Monte, all that stuff was happening. But the, you know, Don Nelson's last year, as Joe Lacob is about to buy the as team, about to buy the team. Yeah. And then you had that Keith Smart intermediate year. I remember when like we're going up to camp. Like is Don Nelson going to coach? We this didn't know team? who was coaching. Yeah, well, it, it, like I had, like we knew it wasn't yeah, Don Nelson, it, but they didn't say anything. And Joe isn't yet the owner, but it, you know they had a, he basically approved the David Lee sign and trade, as you recall, yep. when he wasn't owner. 
And it's like, there's no way Don Nelson's going to be coach of this team. And like, it got to like but weeks I, before camp the, the, before the, they said it was no. It was going. like the day before <laughs> media day. Like I remember, like okay, we got a new coach. But uh, I'll, the, I'll, I'll, I'll my uh, my sport former sports editor. I'll say like I had that. It wasn't. I mean, you know, I had a relationship with Joe Lake very early. And Joe's telling me, you know, it's not going to be Don Nelson. He's not going to be. I'm going to meet with him. You know, it's not going to be Don Nelson. It's going to be Keith Smart. So like, I'm going to report it on Twitter. This is back early Twitter. And our former sports editor said, don't you dare do that. You have to save it for the paper for that morning. So like, I had to not report it on social media or on the blog, waiting for it to report in the paper the next day. And guess what? Mark Stein reports it. And it's a completely blown story. So there you go. Thank was, you. Thank well, you. It wasn't blown. Newspaper. Your readers didn't see it. So <laughs> that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Uh, oh, man. This is that dreaded cutoff point. But that's okay because... I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. You just got to go over to the app. You want more Warriors Plus Minus? You want some behind-the-scenes episodes? Subscribe now at theathletic.com slash WPM.